0: Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses.
1: I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hello, Tara. Hi, Jill.
0: So I think I've talked about... uh, this organization I'm involved in called Lasagna Love for. And no, I mean, I do actually have a a love of lasagna and anything Italian food related, but this is uh, an organization where literally anyone can go online and request a lasagna. And you can also volunteer to bake lasagnas, make lasagnas And it's just like a really easy way to give back, to help a neighbor in need. And you can specify, it's really cool because you can specify how many you want to make. You can do it like once a week, twice a week, once a month, whatever cadence you want. And then you can also specify the radius you're willing to go. So if you're willing to drive like five miles from your house, you can kind of pick that radius. And then every week you find out if you got a match. And so... Um, or every week if you do it weekly. And so we've been doing it for a while. It started during, I think it started during the pandemic, maybe a little before the pandemic. I saw it on on an NBC news thing and decided to to, to look into it. And I thought it was just really cool because like, who doesn't love a lasagna? You can specify if you're vegan or you have like specific dietary requirements. Um, and it's so easy to make, like it's the easiest thing to make. So Decided to do it, and our family did it together during the pandemic because we were home more. And then, as the pandemic has kind of ebbed, um, it is it's continuing to happen in our household. But I am now, <laughs> I am now really pulling the weight. I shouldn't really say that because Eva, my daughter, makes does a great job making the lasagnas. But then I'm the one, you know, coordinating to go drop them off and you know, dropping them off to people and I don't mind doing it, but sometimes I sort of feel like somehow I got stuck with something that was like a family charitable (laughs) endeavor. Um, So anyway, so to this morning, I get to go deliver a lasagna.
1: Absolutely love it. Lasagna is good for so many reasons. First of all, it's delicious. It lasts. It can be put for lunches. It's like the most versatile, long lasting dish ever. And so how many are you delivering today?
0: Just one. I just do one every, roughly every two weeks we do one, but it's big. I mean, it's, it's like in a big, it probably would feed a family of five, like for two nights. Like it's a pretty big lasagna.
1: That's so Um, nice. We should do that. My kids love lasagna. I think that's such a great way to give back in like, in a delicious way.
0: It's comfort food. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do have to tell you, I was out for dinner on Saturday night and went to this restaurant that has a hundred layer lasagna. It is so good. I mean, it's not, it's a bar Enza in the Charles Hotel. Um, And it's so good. It's not really a traditional lasagna. Like it's mostly just pasta, (laughs) but it's really, really good. Um, So anyways, yeah. So that's my morning. (laughs)
1: Well, you are a good person. I love that. Um, and I know I know,
0: your morning is going to be continuing to deal with this Instagram mm-hmm. shit show, for lack of a better word, that, you know, I'm glad to hear you're back up, but now it seems like it's still continuing to give you hassles.
1: Yes. Well, it's my ad, my ads campaigns got hacked. So the ad is what, there's an ad in there that's hacked and it keeps running. And so now I'm flagged again. So at least I know where the problem is. I just have to have somebody help me get that out of there. Um, But anyways, the saga continues. (laughs) But we were we're going to talk about pivoting today, right, Joe? Pivoting your business.
0: Yeah, and so I think that's a good segue because you when you when this happened to you with Instagram, Facebook, and you got shut down, you were like, I can't do this anymore. I cannot. I can't have everything rely on a platform that I can't control. And so you and I talked about not not necessarily pivoting, because pivoting is really you kind of abandon one thing, move on to the next in, in its purest form. I'm sure some pivoting is less drastic, um, but you talked about pivoting a little bit in terms of like, what, what other things could you focus on that you currently do? really well, but maybe spend less time on or have spent less time on because of the pandemic. And so I know you had spent a lot of time and effort building up your Instagram, your social media following, and um, your reputation with brands on there. Um, and now because of this situation, I know you're reconsidering that and thinking about, well, how can I kind of redirect my efforts that I'm not so
1: reliant on it? Um, yeah. So I think I'm um, thankful to Jill again, but um, you know, I think for a while I've been feeling that way. So when originally, when I had my website, it would be my blog. So you would you would enter my website, it would go right to my blog. I was heavy blog focused, heavy social media. Also during the pandemic, obviously I couldn't go to people's closets. I couldn't shop for people. Nobody was shopping. I did a lot of virtual, but still it's not the same. And so when this just happened, you know, I realized that there's so many other things that I do and that I would like to focus on maybe more where the blog and Instagram are not the main focus of my business. So when Jill and I met, we talked a lot about what are the other things that I do and what where what do I want to put my time and energy in? Not giving up the other stuff, but changing the focus point. And so we did change my website to re- to resemble that.
0: Right and I think we did it's not like we we put new things on your website but we just emphasized different things and and we emphasized the package so like really more di- showing more dimensions of what you do and what you're good at and what you're known for whereas before it was really it was a little bit more limited but it doesn't mean you didn't do those other things you just didn't spend as much time on them and they weren't highlighted um on your marketing materials
1: um another thing I was going to say is as I speak to stores and brands and people here they want to take not not go away from social media because we all know how important it is but they too want to step away and have more in person they want people back they want people to go to their stores they want less online and more in person so it's kind of what's happening what I'm doing, it seems like what other people are doing as well with their businesses in terms of stores and brands. And that made me feel a little bit better too, because I had a meeting with Giata on the other day and they were saying, you know, social media is fine, but like we want people here. So like, what can we do together to bring people to the store?
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Cause I think one of the key things about pivoting that you need to think about before you pivot your business is where's the need? And if the need if, if you're just pivoting because something's not working in your business, but the customer need isn't really in that new place you want to go, that's not a good pivot. You really The only reason to pivot is if there really is a, a big need in a different part of the market that you're targeting and that you can eat not easily, but that you you can serve in some way. And so it's interesting because I know in the past, like you've done um, events in stores where you'll have like speakers come in, and you you use your social media platform, but not necessarily to like have people click through and buy a piece of clothing, but it's to to actually bring people into the stores, and um, you hold events there where. I love the ones that you do, which, where you have, you know, multiple speakers and you facilitate discussions. And I think that's so valuable because how we've talked about how we, you and I would love to have our office in the Chanel boutique. Like if we could just podcast from the Chanel boutique, I mean, what a great environment for people to come to and, you know, learn about fashion, learn from, you know, Chanel's an example, but learn from one of the, the leading brands. Um, and just have like a nice event and i know you do a lot of that stuff already but now given that the demand is there from these retailers to have people come back in store it's even it's even a bigger opportunity for you
1: i agree and i think timing is everything and so because we are moving out of this covid life i think you know it it's a perfect opportunity to change or refocus the business so for other people jill who might be going through something similar when you thought about how should I help Tara redirect, what or like what's your mindset of coaching somebody in that regard?
0: Yeah, so I mean, you have to think it it for me, I always start with the opportunity in the market. Like where's the gap in the market? And so it's not enough to say, like I said before, you know, my Instagram's broken, so I gotta go do something else because then you're kind of shoving a round peg into a square hole if there's, if the demand isn't there. So the first thing is I would start with what is, where are some other gaps in the market that I could address without too much expense, like, you know, without investing too much money um, to sort of pivot away from what I'm doing or to to, to broaden what I'm doing in your case. Um, so that's sort of where I would start. And then I think you have to think about you, you, you have to think about the concept of sunk costs. So you've already spent all this money and effort and time and years you know, building up your Instagram following, that's not a good reason to stay there. So you have to, it's, it, it, the fact that you have a following might be a good reason to stay there, but the fact that you've spent all this time, it's a sunk cost. So it's really something that it's gone, forget about it. And what is the best use of your time and money going forward? That's the most important thing to focus on. Because I think a lot of people get stuck in like, well, I've spent so much money building this thing or this app or this whatever. But if it's not working, it's not working. And that money's gone. So move on.
1: Hmm. That's good advice. I like that. I think, um, you know, and also when I spoke with you to lay out all the other options that you really maybe don't even know that you have in terms of your expertise and how you can spread that around in different areas because I love I've talked about this before I love content creation. I don't want to stop creating content for brands and maybe it's not as necessary that it goes through my channel. I mean, it it helps, but it doesn't need to be the end all be all.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. So there I think there's like three takeaways there. So one is let's make sure that you're thinking about what your target customer needs, what they want. And in your case, target customer could be both individuals and um, brands uh, and retailers. It also could be editorial. So there's a bunch of, so you have to kind of think about who are those target customers? What do they want? The second piece is um, what do you love doing? And that's a great, I think that's a great example where you sort of went through, I really like doing these things. I really don't love doing these things. So how can we focus on things that you love and are passionate about? And then I think the third takeaway is it's helpful to sit down with somebody who is maybe a little bit objective and not so involved in your business to because that way they'll see things that you are too close to see. So they'll see things like, well, Tara, you know, maybe you should be focused on this piece. You know, what about that? And they'll ask questions, and you might think, well, that's never going to work. That's okay. But at least, like, it pushes the thinking a little bit. It doesn't have to be somebody who's an expert, it can just be a friend or just somebody who's a little bit more objective.
1: Right. Well, thank you, Jill. You are always helpful. And check out my new website, <laughs> terrowestash.com. Yeah.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts, jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, seated shorts, running shorts, board shorts.